0: Hello everyone, here is Abu Abudai with another episode of our Ecom show and today I'm here with Stacey Wells from uh, the US, Indiana and uh, she's the founder of uh, Zen Boutique, a uh, fashion store and uh, today we will talk about her e-commerce store, uh, why she launched this store and what was her journey and uh, also she does other things besides this so we will touch all of these topics today. Hey, Stacey, it's really good to have you here.
1: Well, thank you, Daniel. Thanks for having me today.
0: So please tell us more about your story. I know you started this business back in 2018. And what was your initial motivation? Why you started this uh, company?
1: Well, when I uh, was in college back in the 80s, I had always had this um, dream of wanting to own my own boutique. And um, for different reasons, it was just not possible until just recently. And one day I was um, kind of thumbing through Facebook and found this boutique that was for sale and decided to refollow that passion that I had, you know, set my intentions on back in college and give it a go and see what happens. And with doing an e-commerce site as opposed to brick and mortar, the overhead costs were so much lower. So it was a little bit more affordable to start that at that time.
0: Mm -hmm. You never wanted to buy or launch a brick and mortar?
1: Um, I had life circumstances that kind of, you know, prohibited that for the longest time. And uh, not saying that one day I won't eventually you know, turn this into a brick and mortar right now with the other things that I have going on, the uh, online business works really well for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And Do you sell only in the US or uh, maybe Canada or worldwide?
1: Um, The website is set up to sell worldwide. Um, I know I've had a few little shipping challenges here and there, but um, I've successfully had a sale in uh, Australia and Canada as well.
0: Okay, that's a good, that's great to hear. I mean, if you were a brick and mortar, then it would be impossible to, maybe if you have tourists from Australia, I don't know, but uh, (laughs) it would be impossible to reach out to those people. So I think it's one of the wonders of uh, our uh, generation, let's say, that we can do it as well. And... I know you have a life coaching business or consultancy, I don't know how to call it, mentorship as well. So the two things are related or, or was it first before this or, or is, is it a newer thing?
1: Um, Well, when I created the boutique, I have kind of focused on like a lifestyle management or um, concept where creating um, balance between work and pleasure, but then also, I hate to use the term self-care, but basically self-care, mindfulness, um, thinking, eating, and life coaching kind of just fits along with that concept. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing that I had kind of had a desire to do and just recently um, jumped in and took the courses and got my certification.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. How much time does it take to get certification?
1: Um, I'm just not the
0: certification?
1: <laughs> the initially, the initial certification, it's wow. It was six months of classwork, um, anywhere from five to eight hours a week. And then, um, 25 hours of coaching practice to get that first certification and then um, now I'm going forward and continuing with the um, International Coaching Federation certification as well.
0: Okay I didn't know it's such a structured thing <laughs> and you will need 25 hours of practice that's that's really great. Um, yeah, thank you. So when you started this online business then how did you get your first customers? How did you get started?
1: Um, believe it or not I actually had a couple of friends that Um, helped buy some merchandise that kind of helped me get started Um, when I did buy it I did have a customer list that I was part of the purchase Um, Mm -hmm. so you know doing email marketing at first um, and then eventually branching off into social media marketing um, first just doing like Facebook posts and now I've expanded to um, you know actually doing true Facebook marketing. And then my next step here is to start blogging as well.
0: Okay. Like uh, you mean written blogging, not video, but written.
1: Written blogging. Yes. Correct.
0: Yeah. 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 Because nowadays it's called vlogging, right? Not (laughs) Right. So (laughs)
1: yeah,
0: yeah, but that's very popular, I would say, in e-commerce as well. And I know you are a person who you, you figure these out yourself, most of these.
1: Correct.
0: How is it possible?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, a lot of it was trial and error, just trying different things and seeing what worked, what didn't work. Um, I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to participate in a a Facebook um, marketing program. Now, um, here, I just got um, granted a um, trial that's going to happen over the next two weeks of different... um, like using the same ad in five different um, structures and seeing which ad produces the best results mm-hmm. and uh, so that's a huge opportunity to get to do that and then I've had like a marketing expert from Facebook that I've consulted with um, every you know couple times a month um, to on my ad activity and what's working what's not working and so that's helped a lot the other. Um, I actually have a friend that is big with social media, so she's helped me learn a couple tricks um, of the trait, as well as Googling and uh, YouTube videos, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think Google, YouTube are two amazing (laughs) channels. But also not just these, but uh, if you network with someone or maybe you know someone in this community, they are happy to help uh, people out. And uh, I think that's great because... You know, you can find information online nowadays, but it takes much more time than talking to someone who has the expertise and someone who can direct you into the right direction. So, yeah, I agree with this. Um, and why did you start with Facebook ads? Somebody told you, because you could have started with Google ads, there are Pinterest ads, you know, many ad platforms. So why, why Facebook was the first one?
1: The um, I use the Shopify platform to um, run my store. And when obviously there's been a lot of changes with Shopify over the past couple of years, too. But when I first started doing this, um, they mainly supported Google marketing and Facebook marketing. And so that's how I kind of got involved with that.
0: Okay, And uh, how about Google? It was never an option
1: um no i've always had like a google traffic ad running um here again just recently google has changed their marketing platform and yeah. so i'm starting to learn how to use i think it's called performance max and so i'm starting to learn how to use that once again self-taught trial and error just trying to figure out what's working and what's not working with it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. these platforms they are always changing and uh <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And maybe uh, have you looked into TikTok ads or anyone showed this to you? Yeah,
1: my friend that's helped me a little bit with social media does do some TikTok ads. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not anything I've started learning yet.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that, you know, it's good to keep uh, our eyes open about it because it's been growing really fast. Um, Definitely.
1: There is an option on Shopify to add that to the platform. Mm -hmm. Here again, I just haven't taken the time to learn it yet.
0: Yeah. And you never thought about changing Shopify? Or you are just happy with the platform?
1: Actually, I hadn't even given it any thought yet. I haven't done a lot of research to what else is out there.
0: Yeah. Actually, I just invited yesterday a guy. I think he lives in the UK. And they are a replatforming experts team. And I don't say you should change. Actually, I'm a huge Shopify fan as well, but I'm just really curious what he says about the different platforms. Maybe there is something that we don't know about other tools because nowadays Shopify is just everywhere. So yeah, I think that's the go-to tool nowadays. So can you tell us more about maybe how you found this business? Because you said you bought it in 2018 and... There are so many businesses that we could buy, you know, and I'm just curious about the story.
1: Yeah, I was um, obviously scrolling through um, Facebook ads or not in just my Facebook feed, news feed. And this boutique was for sale in Facebook Marketplace. And it was um, the lady that was selling it lived about about 20 miles away from where I live. Okay,
0: so somewhat local.
1: Yeah, so it was somewhat local um, you know, she was selling it as an online business. Um, so when I went up and took a look at it, it was, um, there was a lot of merchandise, but then also, you know, the Shopify platform had already been created and there was a customer list attached to it. And so when I bought it, you know, my thought process was, well, let's, you know, let's buy the customer list and get started this way. I had no idea what I was getting myself into or what kind of challenges I would have when I did this. Um, I did create um, the brand that I have, the um, Zen kind of falling in the lines of, you know, that, that balance, that, you know, creating peace and harmony. And then the boutique, I have a unique spelling on, um, as I call it, B-O-O-T-I-Q-U-E. As at the time when I purchased this, I had a pug and her name was Boo de Pug. And so we kind of took the name Boo and made her our little mascot. That's how we came up with the name and created that. And then, um, so I kind of rebranded it. Um, I have gotten rid of a lot of the merchandise I started with completely changed the concept of the store. Um, so it's more boho chic and athleisure, um, just as opposed to just streetwear.
0: I I see. And so it looks like you did some serious rebranding here and, uh, Anyone gave you advice on that, or it was very, you know, it came from your mind and just let's do it?
1: Yeah, I created all of that without any advice from anybody.
0: Okay, that's, I think that's wonderful. Um, I can see sometimes uh, entrepreneurs, they are just not brave enough or they don't have the confidence to go for it, you know, even if they have the gut feeling to do something about branding, they just, because so many e commerce businesses, they struggle with branding or, having a voice, they know it's important, but they don't execute on it. So they just don't do it. And yeah, I think that's a problem. It's even better to do it not as well. I think than uh, doing nothing because you will figure it out by time. Yeah. That's my opinion. I would have a few personal questions. Okay. Uh, So what was the hardest thing for you in the past more than five years now or almost five years? about this e-commerce business?
1: The hardest thing was probably COVID because during COVID um, I do um, bartending. That's like Mm -hmm. my, I guess, my outside job. And obviously um, with shutting the country down, all of the restaurants were closed and basically didn't have a job for 10 months. Um, Dealing with the emotions that came along with that Um, But then thinking, oh, well, I can focus and work on my e-commerce business. Um, But we were having issues with getting products, having products shipped. Um, There was so many issues that I basically put it on hold um, to get through all the kinks and everything. Um, And even doing that, I'm still seeing an increase in sales um, each year, even putting that business on hold. Um, While we let that COVID kind of take its toll and work through things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can still see the impact or uh, is it better now? Especially shipping and shipping prices. I think they all increased.
1: Yeah, the shipping costs is... One of the things that I'm struggling with right now and something as simple as um, the priority mail with the United States Postal Service. And it used to be that it was one rate, no matter what size the package is. And Mm. that's not the case anymore. They've really changed their pricing structure. Mm. And then it makes me think that maybe I should look at getting, um, you know, something set up with like UPS or FedEx or some other, you know, shipping carrier to see if there's better rates now.
0: Yeah, I I recommend. I I'm not an expert in this field, <laughs> but I can see other businesses doing it, so yeah, can be a right direction. Yeah. Okay, and what would be your uh, one piece of advice to someone who wants to start with e-commerce?
1: Starting in e-commerce, follow your dream. I mean, it's like you know, in our minds, we all tell ourselves that, oh, I wish I could do this, but you know, there's a hundred reasons why you know, I can't do it. I won't do it. And just follow the dream and just create a passion for it. And I know at first I struggled with finding time to, you know, work on the business and and build it. And now that it's, you know, it's taken a mind of its own, it's easy to sit down and just spend hours on it and get lost in it. And just the excitement of what I'm creating and, you know, doing ad creatives or, more fun than I ever thought they would be.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never get lost in these things. I mean, like just too many things.
1: Oh, I definitely get overwhelmed at times. Yes. Um, Especially when there's, you know, deadlines for certain projects and, you know, trying to figure out like, okay, what products are going to sell and what products aren't going to sell, you know, deciphering between that and, you know, figuring out who my audience is and who I want to target to when it comes to Marketing, those are all huge challenges, but they're fun to keep, you know, to keep trying and seeing what works out and moving forward. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I really agree. And my last question or two more questions left. So what is uh, one thing that you are really proud of after these five years?
1: Obviously, having that steady growth right now is something to mm. feel really proud of. And and knowing that I created this and created that accomplishment Um, And I want to say the learning curve as well, especially with the research part. I never dreamed that how many YouTube videos I would sit and watch to figure out how to get something to work or um, what kind of um, experience and results that other people have had, you know, doing something similar. Um, The one thing that I do know that I have stayed away from is the videos that say that they can create a huge amount of wealth in a very short period of time because it's definitely not, <laughs> Yeah, it's not a quick fix situation. It's something that does take time and does take a lot of patience and a lot of massaging to, to create that growth.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like to hear you don't believe in these, uh, get rich quick <laughs> shames because especially young people, I think they, they tend to believe in these and yeah, it's not good for them. <laughs> Can you mention any, maybe YouTube channels, any people who you would recommend and you really, you know, you you think that people can learn from these people?
1: Oh, um, just more from a motivational standpoint in general. Mm -hmm. um, When I first started um, wanting to be an entrepreneur, um, I started following like individuals with high net worth like and just curious how they you know established things and and created their wealth and uh so i followed um warren buffett richard branson uh elon musk just kind of followed them and followed some of their stories and you know watched a few of their interviews and one of the things that i really learned from from watching them was um that not only do you have to take care of yourself, you also have to spend, um, a good amount of time on research as well as marketing. And, um, by doing that, I kind of putting the two things together and, um, I started following Jordan, Jordan Peterson, you know, as a motivational speaker. I just Um, saw
0: him last week speaking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's just incredible. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy following him and then, um, now that I'm put on the spot, there was another like sales and marketing guru that I started following too. And I can't think what his name is right at the moment.
0: Yeah, no problem. There are many, I know. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And then the thing with YouTube as well is you start watching one video and then it's like, oh, here's a suggestion on another one, a suggestion yeah. on another one. And
0: yeah, binge watching. <laughs> it's a spinger, yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks for sharing your story today. Um, I think uh, you are a living example then you know everyone or anyone can start out with an e-commerce business and you can build it up yourself you have to follow the right uh, people and you will get the right advice and don't watch you know get rich quick chains and all <laughs> of that crap. Uh, so yeah um, if anyone wants to find you or your business or your products where they should go
1: the website is com. Yeah,
0: we will put this into the description as well so um, everyone can find it. And uh, thanks, Stacey, for being here today as a guest. And uh, thanks, everyone who listened to us today or later in the podcast or maybe on YouTube. And uh, stay tuned. Every week we come out with a new episode. If you like this episode, then give us a review on the podcasting platforms. It really helps us. It tells the algorithm that you like the episode. So thanks everyone again and uh, stay tuned. Thank
1: you.